Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Midweek Podcast here. I'm your host, Dan Wills, with Chandler Acres Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. And as always with me is Robert Burgess. What's up, guys? How you doing today, Bobby? I'm pretty good. It's good. a, it a good day. Yeah? Good day at work? Yeah, I, I worked in this place where this guy uh, took over an old Gordman's and he uh, he's parking really nice cars in there. Really? So I took a video. I'll show like, you the video. For like what kind cars. of cars? Like There was like... Three different challengers of different years. There was oh, cool. Camaros. There was Mustangs. Yeah. And I guess, and and from what I hear, that's only the start of his collection. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't tell him which old Gordman's because people might want yeah. to know where it's at. Let's not let's not ruin anything for him. Right. So. So, hey, uh, Bob, you got another uh, question for us today? I do. Awesome. Um, so here's the situation. Okay. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I heard just the I heard this one verse. And it's always kind of scared me. And I'll tell you the verse. It's, okay. uh, it's Matthew nineteen twenty four. Okay. And it says, I'll say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Yeah. Real popular piece of scripture. Right. Yeah. And, and I heard that. And even to this day, yeah. I, I it, it not so much confuses me, but scares me. It, it like... What if one day I become rich? You know what I mean? Sure. What if, what if I, you know, my mom wins the lottery and then I inherit it or I win the lottery or something like that, yeah. you know, and then does that mean that I just don't, I don't get to go to heaven because I'm rich? Yeah. You I, you're, you're not alone in that. A lot of people think that, that because it doesn't, they just kind of read that one verse and they immediately go, oh, so rich people, you have to do more or something to get into heaven and all these things. But, um, you know, people don't read that, you know, what's going on up to to that verse. And so I think what we need to do is kind of go back and look at uh, what Jesus is, you know, talking about before all that and everything. So you have to basically go back to um, almost to verse 18 uh, when he's talking about, you know, all these things, hey, you should not murder, you should not steal, commit adultery, all these things, you know, honor your mother, your father, love your neighbor as yourself. And, And all these I've kept, this young guy says, right? And so what do I still lack? You know, he's like, and so Jesus kind of answers and says, hey, uh, if you want to be perfect, is how what Jesus says, you have to sell all of your stuff, okay, and, and you will have treasures in heaven, and, and then I need you to come follow me. Well, somebody who has all this money, that's a hard thing to do, to just drop and sell whatever yeah. you have and just be gone. And, and so this young man has that same problem, okay? And, and he went away sad and wept. Because he had so much wealth. He, he knew that he just could not part with this. And then so Jesus says, hey, to his disciples, say, hey, here's what the problem. He says, truly I tell you, it's hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Then he goes in to say, again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than someone who's rich to enter uh, the kingdom of God. And so what he's saying is, it's basically talking about greed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's saying that this young man uh, could just not pass up having all this wealth. And it doesn't say how wealthy it is. So let's just kind of put it in perspective. If if you had a million dollars, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Million dollars is not even a lot of that, a lot of money nowadays because, you know, inflation, <laughs> everything's going on. You know, most millionaires, well, million dollars, that's, let me pull that out of my left pocket, you know, and so forth. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, to you and I, a million dollars would be life changing, you know, and, yeah. and to have that kind of stuff. And so here's what Jesus is saying is here's what I want you to do I want you to get rid of that and I want you to have none of that and come follow me. How many people would do that? Not a lot because they're so reliant on that money. It's so important to them, you know. Now, for some people, if you've never had money or anything like that and all of a sudden you get with money, it might be a little easier for them because they're not as attached to it. So you, you know, let's say you use your example where you say, hey, mom, you know, won money or grandma died and you inherited, you know, a million dollars or something and you didn't even know you had it or whatever. And, and, and Jesus came along and said, hey, five days after that, hey, I need you to follow me and so forth. It'd probably be easier for you than someone who's had that money their whole yeah, life. That, that's a lifestyle then right. that they're accustomed to. Yeah, and that's what's going on with this, this young man is because he had all this money. You know, they didn't have lotteries and things like yeah. this that were back there. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was brought down from family generation to generation. So here's this guy has money. And so um, Jesus is saying, hey, you need to give all that up and follow me and – that's hard to do. It's it's a real hard thing to do. And the main key to that is because of greed. You know, think about all the things that that whole we hold on to that we don't want to give up because we are greedy. And that's become the problem. And that's what Jesus is teaching the disciples that saying, Hey, you know, when people look at things of value, okay, it doesn't have to be specifically money, uh, just of things of value and they hold those higher, which would be become their idol or anything then that becomes more important to them, and they have a hard time separating. So it could be even beyond money. It could be just something that is of a value. Maybe it's just a car or a home or or their job, a, you know, or a something. A large collection of sweet cars. Sweet cars <laughs> in an old Gordon's supermarket store. Or not yeah. even a supermarket. What is it? That's a clothing, clothing store, store, and that's yep. what it was. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's example, you know. Could let, let, you know, use that one as an example. If Jesus came today and said, hey, I want you to sell all of your prime, pristine cars and follow me, what would that guy do? Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That would you, be really hard. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, okay, so that's what Especially you're if he's been saving money for a long time, oh, working yeah. hard for a long time and, and, and trying to get these things. It would be really, really tough. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. so know. So what you're saying is it's not that you have the money that makes it – no. That you can't get into heaven. It's the fact that when you have that money, your your mind kind of changes into this um, this idea that you don't need God. Yeah, and that the money is now your your yeah what you're leaning on. Right, and so like yeah, what you're saying is you know what what we're basically saying is you know let's say you have money doesn't mean you can't go to heaven because you people can there's Christians out there right now that I truly believe that have a heart for God and they have millions of dollars. But the difference between them, that's not important. If you probably went up to them right now and said, hey, um, you need to drop that. If Jesus came to them and said, hey, I need you to drop that, they would drop it in a heartbeat. You know, it's it's really where the heart is and where they place the value of that money. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you, so, you can't idolize it. Yeah. And just because you donate to charities doesn't mean it's really coming from the heart. You know what I mean? So you can you can give all to you whatever you want to do, but if it's really not coming from 
like you feel the the need to give to them, like it's what you're supposed to be doing, then you're truly not doing what God's asking you to do. So yeah, then you could still you could still have that greed in your heart. Absolutely, you, that's yeah. what you want. The you're most. just trying to, you know, think you're a pleasing God or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I I want to move into something else though because uh, another <laughs> another working thing. I was working with a, a coworker out at a casino recently, sure. doing some lights and. Um, he he uh, was teasing me a little bit about uh, my Christianity and stuff. Okay. It happens, you know, yeah, unfortunately. on the job sites and yeah. stuff. Um, but he was telling me that I I shouldn't be there at the casino, right? Because you know I can. That's gambling, and that's a sin. And, sure. uh, and it got me thinking, and it was I was a little confused because I don't I don't know that I've ever seen scripture that says gambling is a sin. Yeah, you know I, I've. As much research that I've done and studying I've done, I, I I can't reflect on a piece of scripture that specifically mentions gambling. And in fact, you know, um, you know, we I could I've typed it in and I've never seen gambling or even a form a word of gambling. Uh, so a lot of people that's out there that hey is gambling a sin? And I don't think the the specifically gambling itself is a sin. Uh, in that sense, because, um, it's no different than, you know, if you look at it this way, it's how you, it's within your heart again as well. It's like, um, what's the difference of me putting, you know, a dollar, uh, into the lottery or putting a dollar into, um, something, uh, a, a hamburger or whatever. It, it's, it's a waste buying a hamburger you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can yeah. go to whatever or waste of earning money, it's just kind of how your heart is. And and I know that's not truly a apples to apples kind of example, but it's just really what it is. So where it gets touchy is on a couple of things is one is, uh, are you spending money trying to gamble? Say like you're buying the lottery or scratch off tickets or going to Kino or, or something on that nature, you know, where it's gambling or casino, yeah. okay? Um, and if you have money, extra money, that's just, you know, that you're not taking away from something else. You know what I mean? So it's you've budgeted money to to do with what you want. You've earned that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Um, your have fun money. Your fun money, yeah, yeah. If you're not hedging the house or... <laughs> uh, or or not making a car payment, or you haven't paid OPPD, uh, you know, electric bill or water bill in like three months or something because you're you're worried about gambling and winning money, that's the problem. Then it becomes a greed situation again. You know what I mean? You're worried about trying to fulfill that thing. But if you go once in a while and you have a couple, you know, 10 bucks and you want to go play some, you know, Kino or quarter Kino or, or, uh, play 10 bucks on the lottery. Cause it's now up to $500 million or whatever. God does. I don't, I can't find any piece of scripture that says against that. The only thing you ever find is, um, several things that, for example, like first Timothy six ten says for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Okay. Yeah. And, and it says some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierce themselves with many griefs. It says some people. It does say some people. So to me, that implies that some people have wandered and some people haven't. You know what I mean? It's kind of where the heart is and how they're utilizing their their fundage, you know, their money they've earned, you know, because God, 
gives us the gift to go earn money. There's a reason why, and that's your money. That's your income to do with as you will. But when the greed starts setting in, that, that becomes a problem. Because when you need then, the more money. Yeah, when you need the more money or, or you're spending money that you don't have right. to go to try to win money and everything. Then, you, then, you've, then you've created that problem of, of many griefs, you know, and, and you get yourself into trouble. Um, another one, I, 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 I like this, is uh, Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, Whoever loves money never has enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. So if it's you're doing it because you just want to win more money and more money and more money, and, and you're taking that risk, it's 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 more about um, the love of the money. It's not about hey having fun. And if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Type of scenario. You yeah. know what I mean? It becomes then that love becomes meaningless. It's just you're you're so involved with that, and it ruins other parts of your life. So yeah, and that bring and that actually brings you back to our first question of the camel through the the eye of the needle, right? Because it's about it's not about the gambling. It's about the greed of it, you right. know, and it's about where your heart's at and. Um, and what you're doing it for, that's right. the real issue. Right. It, it becomes the love, the greed of, of that, that money. It's, it's not the money that is the root of the problem. It's the what? The, it's the, the love, love of the, of the money. money. Right. Yeah. And people yeah. like to skip that word. It's the love of the money, not just money. It's love of money. Money has always been around. God has always had money. Even, even Christ had to use money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so forth. So, um, in, 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 and so to, it's, it's an important part of our life. He's not telling you can't have it. It's just how you manage it, how you you know spend it, how you save it, what are you using it for, and what, what does it mean in your life? Well, is yeah, it, what does it mean to you? That's, that's yeah. what I find important is what does that money mean to you? Right. You know, is that something that, you know, I have to, I, some people, I have to hoard all this money, you know, I need it all here. So just in case something happens, you know, I want this. Uh, or or are you spending it constantly every time you get some you know you get a dime you have to give it you know you have yeah. to you have to buy this you want this stuff you know yeah. constantly more and more and more and more yeah. stuff yeah. that you need yeah. and then that comes right back to our first question of it, it, where it comes in um how much stuff do you need can you leave it right. can you leave that stuff right yeah you know? and we don't i mean god god provides enough for us to to live you know, the other stuff is just our wants, our, our love for other things, you know, right. and, and it gets in the way. And so, you know, if you got uh, a preacher and somebody that's always asking for more money, too, that's not a good thing either. No. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, tithe is definitely important. But if he's asking more of your tithe all the time and things, then you need to look at that as well as something that, hey, what's going on here, too, as well. And I know we weren't necessarily talking about tithe, but you just it goes into that added addition of, yeah. You have to pay attention to what what's going on with the money. Why are they asking? What's on the hearts? Yeah. You know, and that Some, stuff like that. Something I've realized uh, from being with this church for so long mm-hmm. is it's actually incredible to see the example that you guys, not just you, but like you know everybody in leadership at, at this church, uh, how much we rely on God will provide. I've never, I haven't yeah. seen that so. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Prevalent? Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I, I never seen such faith in God providing yeah. until I came to this church because I, I've been here when we've had some moments where yeah. it's like, 
oh, I don't know how well, we're going to do, do this. this yeah. but, you know, you know, as being a youth pastor for so many years, you, you know, we've been in this church where, you know, and a lot of people don't know what size of church, so we'll explain to them real quick. We're, we're a church of, on an average of attendance, about 80. And so uh, we're growing and things like that, but that's kind of where we've stayed a bubble, you know, for a few years we've, and stuff. We've dropped down to, to we've had less than 20 that. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's know? been a struggle, you know, and we've been there those years where it's been that way. And it's not because of, uh, of leadership or anything. It's just because of, you know, different situations and stuff. But anyway, I don't want to get stuck on that. But all through that whole time, God has provided here. Our bills are paid. We have no debt. You know, um, we own our church building it's, it's paid for. We own a, a van that's paid for. Um, you know, all of our bills are paid for and, and all those kinds of things. And, uh, and our tithe sometimes is really low, you know, but, and there's been times where it's like, okay, how are we going to pay this bill? And the next thing you know, you know, God's providing, it's just this crazy yeah. thing. But, and then as a youth pastor, I've been here where, um, you know, we have anywhere from, you know, 20 to. 40 kids going to summer camp and we have to raise, you know, about seven grand for these kids to go. And half of them, maybe not quite half, but quite a few of them need scholarships. They have no money They're, They come mm-hmm. from broken homes and different situations that they just can't afford to pay for, you know, a week long camp. And, and I've had many youth leaders, including yourself go, Dan, how are we going to take care of this? I don't know, but God yeah. will provide it. God, and yeah. we've never missed a super summer. The money always comes in Every in one or another. year. I've never yeah. seen it so, like it's you said, crazy. prevalent. It yeah. was just... And we don't sit here and beg. No. We don't. We just tell people where we're at, and money comes. It, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. These people have the heart for doing work for the kingdom of God. You know, Not because they think it's going to add more to their faith or more to the uh, works to get into heaven. They know that's not what it is. It is simply, um, that's what God calls us to do, to, to not be greedy, to be, um, a, a generous person, you know, and to have generosity. And, yeah. and it's great to be a part of that, you know, and, and have a church that looks at money that way. It, it, it's, it's not rare, but it's, it's nice to have. Yeah. I, mean? I think so. And I, that's why I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, the fact of, of churches, you know, because churches can get real greedy. Yeah. They absolutely can. And yeah. it's, um, so I love that you brought that, brought that up because that's something I want to talk about, you know, in the near future of, you know, where churches can get better in, in yeah. getting away from that greed, but still having that reliance on God will provide. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's really falls into a faith and I, yeah, I don't want to take away from it if that's another question you have down the road and things. So, right. But uh, yeah, it's it's not yeah. You're now you're getting into a little bit different topic at that point. But yeah, it's a uh, it's the church has fallen the same point of can be greedy as well. Then that becomes the focus. They worry about more about money instead of are we reaching people to come to know Jesus Christ as their yeah. Lord and Savior. Where, and I, where's your heart at? Where's your heart at? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So. Well, I hope, Bobby, I hope that answered your question today. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Hey, guys, again, thanks for listening to uh, Venture Podcast. Again, uh, please join us next week as uh, I'm sure uh, Robert's going to have some more questions 
Uh, and in the meantime, if you have any ideas of, of a question that you would like to ask us and that maybe we can uh, bring up as one of our weekly topics, we would love to hear from you. Just please make a comment below uh, in our podcast format, whatever you're listening to, whether it's iTunes or Google or Spotify or, or if you're listening through our website at ChandlerAcreChurch.com. Would love to hear from you. So, again, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcasts or would like to support this ministry, please visit our website at www.chandleracreschurch.com.